up, guys? Evolutionary.org podcast coming your way. Steve Smee and my co-host, Rick. We have another caller calling in. She is a female, and Amanda is on the air. How you doing, Amanda? Good. How are you? Good. So, hey, yep. You, you contacted me on Evo. You're like, man, I want to call in. I want to ask some questions. I want to get my uh, things going. So your story is like so many out there. I'd say most women um, in the United States have this issue. They, they grew up uh, active. They were active in high school, played a lot of sports. Then as they became adults, start, you know, problems start coming up. They kind of fell off the wagon. It seems like you're in that boat. So first get into a little bit. Um, you emailed Rick and I, and you gave us some information, but tell, tell the listeners about your childhood and how you were active in high school and whatnot. Okay, so um, I grew up in dance um, my entire life, um, and then in high school, drill team, dance, you know, um, stayed active, and um, till, I mean, I never got over 125 pounds, probably, um, even on the worst day, <laughs> um, was always, you know, fit, and then um, I got into some trouble, you know, a few years back, and uh caught up in some drama and ended up going to jail for two years. So not only was it like a total culture shock to my mind, but my body. Um, mm -hmm. I ended up gaining probably 85 pounds. Um, wow. 85 pounds? 85 or 55? Yeah. 85. <laughs> so how do you gain that two. much weight in jail? Yeah, well, people people years. always think like you're you're not gonna you don't get enough food over there. How, how did that go? How did that go down? Well, luckily I had um, family um, that put money on my books like all the time. But um, all you eat is starch, first of all, and you never get to move around unless you you know end up with a. I, well, it took me a long time to figure it out, but unless you ended up with a good job, <laughs> you couldn't move around. You never. I mean, you get to walk around in circles and the you know. Um, so, um, for the first six months, I was so depressed that I, you know, all I did was eat, <laughs> um, whatever the, what I was getting off commissary and, uh, whatever starch they decided or whatever three starches they decided to feed us. Can you be, um, can you be specific? Not, not moving. Can you be specific well, at what, what you mean by starches? Um, are you talking about like um, a lot of packaged foods, bread, stuff like that? Everything was packaged, um, pretty much, um. I mean, literally everything. Um, and then not to mention like lockdowns is, you know, you get three times a day, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. um, and you can't get off your bunk at all, period. No, so you're, you're so, basically, um, potatoes, um, pasta, just that, you know, things that are, you know, pre-made pretty much, I guess. So processed, you're eating a lot of processed crap and not exercising at all. And you ballooned, quite a bit. So, I mean, that, that makes sense. I mean, the body reacts when you throw something at your body, that's processed, your body reacts and in, in that way and starts storing. Um, that's a natural way. So, so what ended up uh, transpiring? So you got out, um, while you're in jail, um, you were kind of mentally messed up Did that kind of psychologically stress you out where you think oh. that contributed also to your weight gain? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like I said, I actually ended up getting up to um, right at 200. <laughs> and then I lucked out and got a, a trustee job outside the unit, which I was so thankful for, but at the same time, not 
um, because I was mowing grass all day every day and I've never mowed grass a day in my life. <laughs> so anyways, but I finally got to walk around and move. Um, so I lost down to like 180 before I came home. And then um, just from being able to move and I guess maybe be at least feel free in my mind during the day, you know. Um, okay. So, so I, I let, me, let me ask you a question. Do, do you think your, your eating habits changed a lot from before you went in? When you out? Absolutely. Because that, that's a huge Absolutely. part of it. Because if you would have went back to your eating habits pre, pre uh, going in, uh, you probably would have just gradually dropped back down. So definitely right. it's taken habits me, and choices yeah. and foods must have changed quite a bit too, I bet. Right. And it, and it's taken me three years to just to stop, just to break that of the, just the junk quickness of eating and packages and, you know, just junk like that you can get out of commissary. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Absolutely. Now, um, so where, where are you at today right now? You're 155 right now, correct? And how long have you been yes. 155 for? A year. All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm just stuck. At All right. So you were, you were one, one, about 125 before you went in. You came out 185, and you've been stuck right. at about 155 for the last year, correct? Yes, sir. All right. Now, here's a question for you. Um, what's, what would you call is the main difference with, about with your eating habits that you have now, 155, versus when you first came out or have made any, any drastic changes? I mean, you could have maybe changed the types of foods you eat or just continue to eat the same crap, just eat less of it. How did you, um, how did you lose the, the weight and kept it off? Um, well, up until probably two months ago or so, um, when I went and saw a nutritionist, that, that's whenever the actual types of food completely changed. But um, before, I guess maybe I was still in that mental state of um, eating my feelings, I guess you could say, maybe, I don't know, and overeating. Um, like I said, um, I cut back on it, but I was still eating the same junk up until, you know, two, two and a half months ago. Um, so maybe, uh, maybe that'll change since I've, you know, stopped with all the junk and actually trying to stick to meal plan. What's a, what's a typical, um, day of meals look like for you? Like today, like yesterday, How, what, what, what do your meals look like? Yesterday? Um, um, let's see. For breakfast, um, a fruit, an oatmeal, um, then a snack, a, some, like a snack, a trail mix or something, um, you know, nuts and some sort of protein, but small. Um, and then lunch um, was baked chicken. And, um, let's see, and then I had another snack. I had yogurt like later on. And honestly, it's too much food to eat throughout the day the meal plan that I'm on, like I have a hard time um, even getting through half of it every, by the time I started actually following the meal plan and trying to stick with it, like I would get, I was never hungry. You know what I'm saying? Like going so from new, eating how I was. So this nutritionist puts you on this diet and you feel like you're forcing yourself to eat? Um, I mean, really, I, some, not forcing myself, but um, I'm just not hungry. Okay. So, so when you that's wake a, that's up, a really good start, by the way. How long have you felt not hungry for? Uh, probably about right under a month. I mean, it took me a little while to actually follow the plan instead of cheating all the time. <laughs> so, okay. so the 
let me let me just say this like the the, the nutritionist puts you um on a kind of a whole food diet i it's not bad the kind of foods that you're throwing at yourself it just depends like you're saying trail mix is a trail mix contain hydrogenated oils is a trail mix contain sugars added sugars or is it raw nuts that makes a difference yogurt same thing does it have added sugars? Because most yogurt you buy from the store, they add sugar because no one's gonna buy it if it's just plain and it's and it's right. pasteurized. It's hard to find. So again, with women, a lot of yogurt yeah, eating among women, you look at the ingredients. One of the first ingredients is is, is sugar, even if it's a healthy type of sugar. Um, another thing too, you wake up in the morning. Are you hungry in the morning? Or are you just stuffing yourself because your nutritionist told you to eat in the morning? Right. I'm just eating because I was told to, really, because I'm, I'm not really hungry when I first wake up. I've never been a breakfast eater, really. Okay, so that's, that's a beautiful thing that you said that. So a lot of things, a lot of nutritionists feel like, hey, I got to, you know, uh, my clients have to eat breakfast because we've been told for, for the past 30 years, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It's going to speed up your metabolism and all that bullshit. But we actually know that's not true. So the most beautiful thing about what you're saying is right off the bat, you can just cut out your breakfast and not even eat a breakfast. You're not hungry when you wake up. There's no need to eat a breakfast. So basically, you're going to kind of push that forward um, and, and focus on eating later in the day. Rick, you want to jump in and kind of get in the meal timing thing? Uh, well, this is what I would say. Um, you need about 36 ounces of water in the morning, you know, just to mm-hmm. get your system going. And um, yeah, no breakfast. Now, usually before you, you were given this meal plan, when did you usually get hungry around? Around what time? Um, probably 9, 30, 10-ish, around or so, 10.30-ish. No. Not hungry. That's just kind of like a – honestly, I think it's like a board snack time or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, Yeah, you know, we know like what you're saying. Hungry. So, yeah. you, could, you think you can go as long as, uh, let's say, noon, 1, 1 p.m. without uh, food? Uh, do you think you'd maybe try that tomorrow? Uh, yeah. So what happens that's, that's, is though, when you wake up in the morning, you eat right off the bat. It's normal for you, like you said, out of boredom or out of just habit, two hours later to eat again and two hours later to eat again. It has to be the same way. So if you're just skipping your breakfast, you won't even get hungry until midday, you know, because you're not kind of getting into that habit of eating every two hours, you see? So again, right. the nutritionist thinks that if you eat a breakfast, that's going to boost your, your weight loss. And obviously it's not working, you know, so your, yeah, your nutritionist got you to a point where you're at now where you can no longer lose weight. So now you have to kind of, you know, change stuff up and kind of do something a little unconventional. And, you know, we're moving you toward like an intermittent fasting type of program where you're not eating till 12, one, even two o'clock. And you're just going to eat in that window of time because you'll, you won't be hungry as long as you're hydrating in the morning. Do you live in a hot climate? Very. Okay. So I have the same I'm problem. Texas. Rick Rick has the same problem. I have the same problem. Um, hydrate. When you, when you live in a hot climate and you don't hydrate as soon as you wake up, you're going to feel more hungry, but it's really your body begging for electrolytes. So good quality water, um, add electrolytes to your water if necessary, plain electrolytes, no sugar, no nothing added, just plain electrolytes. That will help you. Um, If you're drinking filtered water, the filter is actually filtering out the electrolytes. 
because I have a filter and that's what it does. So I'll add my own electrolytes. I'll add a little salt to my water. I'll add a little potassium cream of tartar to my water and maybe take a magnesium Mm -hmm. pill to get my electrolytes in because I live in a hot climate. I'm sweating all the time. Um, It's like 100 degrees every day, just like you in Texas. So that's an option. And we crave, you know, the electrolytes and that, that kind of makes us think, Hey, we need to eat when we don't. So try that, try hydrating. Like Rick was saying, right off the bat in the morning, a lot of water, a lot of electrolytes, and you should be able to go till about 12, one, two o'clock without any food and give it a little space. Give your insulin levels a chance to come down to earth. If you're not spiking your insulin right off the bat, your insulin levels come down. Your body will go into more fat burning stage instead of fat storage phase. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, actually it does. Yeah. You know, the, the, the core of what, and, and Steve and I both adopted this lifestyle and we, we like it. We didn't invent it. It's been around forever. But basically you just, you restrict your, your feeding to a small window, small windows you can. You know, if you can do four or six hours throughout the day, which is the only time you allow yourself to eat. And then you're not, you're not hungry the rest of the time. And the, the point of that is you want to not bombard your, your body with insulin all day long. So you, you, you restrict your feeding to about four to six hours a day. And during that time, you, you eat and you eat good stuff. You don't, you know, you don't bask on sugars. You don't, you know, go crazy with, with bread and things like that. You want to eat good things then. And as you got, you know, good, good, um, good foods and good, good things going on, you're, you won't be hungry uh, throughout the day. You won't be hungry the time that you're not eating. And then what you want to do to add on to that is you want to start doing maybe one day or two days a week where you can actually, um, where you can actually just drink just water and not have any calories, anything coming into your system. And uh, that's the only diet plan, uh, you know, which is fasting and uh, time-restricted feeding. It's the only plan that I found that actually helps people uh, have their skin sucked back in. It, the body, you know, you won't have all, all this loose skin to deal with. The body will suck it right. all back in. And it's the right. only plan that does that. If you do the small, you know, small chicken and, and, and vegetables, six meals a day plan, you'll, you can lose some serious body fat, but the skin will hang. There is a, there is a process that the body goes through. Uh, to actually suck the skin back in when you're just fully fasting and you're getting absolutely no, no proteins in, in, your, in your system. Um, there's an example I read the other day in an article, and uh, I'm going to bring it up here. Hopefully nobody gets offended. But, you know, the, the, there's a reason why when you look at old films from the Holocaust, um, none of those folks had any skin hanging, although I'm sure a ton of them went in there, you know, a little bit overweight. Uh, because the, all the skin gets sucked back in because these folks were actually not eating anything at all. The, some of them were dry fasting, right. no, no water right. even. And when you actually don't put anything in, your body will suck that skin back in to, to break down those proteins to fix other more vital organs. You know, it can, it can tuck a little bit of skin in without, without uh, endangering your health and take that protein and put it, put it somewhere else because you're not even taking that. So it, it's really just been a good plan and it's worked for everybody. And it's real simple. There isn't a ton of things that you need to buy or do. You don't have to bring your meals, uh, you know, with you to work and all this crazy stuff. Okay. So as a matter of fact, it just frees up your life if, you, if you're not worried about eating food or preparing meals or carrying meals around all day. And then around four or five, the, the, ideally you'd want to have your first meal around four or five in the afternoon and your last one around nine or 10 or eight, you know, you really want to just close that window. 
and uh, you feed what you need during that time, uh, good foods, uh, good whole foods, and then the rest of the time you're not hungry, and you'll be making a lot of progress towards towards losing weight and, and losing more body fat. That's that's interesting, yeah. and I think I would be way more comfortable, um, anyways, with this plan other versus trying to make myself eat like and trying to keep track of time and you know at work it's kind of hard to and with the you know kids you're looking at the time to see what time it is to eat the snacker that's crazy yeah the <laughs> snacking this the snacking is the killer in america because every right. especially with women because what do women do every evening they sit in front of the tv they watch law and order or csi or the sitcoms or whatever and they stuff their faces with food because you're watching the tv and you're hungry you want to throw stuff at you know at your stomach it's just a habit so that's the killer. Right. So if you can get away from, if you can just eat in that window, you know, two to eight or four to eight, that four or six hour window, and then just not snack, you know, in the evening when you're watching your shows and stuff, that can really help you make tremendous progress right there. And then what Rick was saying about the all day water, just water, um, in that situation, what you can try once a week or once every other week initially is um, you eat dinner, and then you don't eat again for another 24 hours. So eat dinner, then you won't eat again till dinner. Again, one meal, you know, and so you'll eat normal um, in that, that window. And then you'll have your dinner at eight. And then the next day you won't eat anything till eight. Just eat your dinner. And then the next day go back to your normal four to six hour window. And that would be something that would kind of reinforce what we're trying to do here and really kind of switch you switch you off from that insulin pop every two hours that your nutritionist has put you on because all the nutritionist is doing here is they're just having you eat clean whole foods in a probably in a calorie deficit right so it got you down cool. to where you're at right now but if you stay in a calorie deficit going forward you're not going to just keep losing weight like magic all the way down to weighing zero that's that's the right. Weight Watchers plan, and Weight Watchers even admits, hey, 95% of people do not succeed at this long term. This is a short-term fix that your nutritionist is doing for you. It's not a long-term solution to your issue. You're not going to get yeah. the type of results you want. So really, a lot of women should be adopting this type of lifestyle when it comes to their diet. It would really uh, benefit. You know, one, one thing that I, I think I might have picked up on and Correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you were you felt a lot hungrier before the nutritionist because you were eating uh, foods that just were no good. I'm sure a lot of starches, a right. lot of sweet. And then as soon as the nutritionist switched you to, to, to better foods that weren't spiking your insulin as much, your hunger just started to go away just, just by switching the types of foods you were eating, correct? Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's Certainly. common. You know, it's common. Eating, eating, eating junk makes you hungrier later down the line. This is what, what I'm talking about with the insulin uh, release. You, you eat that junk, you just get hungrier. And, and all you did was just basically change the types of foods you ate. And now you're not even hungry in the morning. So that, you know, that goes to show you just how, you know, eating bad things keep, con continues to make you hungry to, to eat bad things. And so, right. so you know, what you, what you want to do is really cut down on, on the starches as much as you can during that, that small feeding window to make sure that, you know, you're not spiking insulin. That'll, that'll help you keep the hunger away because that's, that's the number one barrier most people have towards losing weight. It's just hunger. They want to eat food, right. uh, bad foods. So you're already on a good, on a good road there. Uh, if, you can, if you can start uh, applying what we're suggesting, I think you'll be, you'll be real happy with the results. 
All right. Well, we'll definitely give it a try. So like I said, it sounds way more uh, easily efficient for me um, to it'll, accomplish. And you'll say, you'll say it's going to save you money too. Um, really oh. it will. Because if you're only eating two or three good wholesome meals a day in that window, you're not eating every two hours. You're going to save a lot of money. Um, you will save a lot of money just, just eliminating that breakfast out. So um, let's get into a little bit about, you know, um, any other questions you had. Compounds. She had some chemical compounds uh, questions, right? Steroids. What do you want to know? Yes. Um, well, I, what, do you, what, what else would help what I'm trying to do? Um, you know, I, like I said, last summer, um, I did a small short cycle of Flinshaw and um, loved the results, but I didn't. The sides were horrible. <laughs> so I, you know, I've read a lot about farms, but I don't know. I'm, I just I was kind of looking for some advice there. Any advice? Um, I'll, I'll give you something off the bat. I think you, I think your body fat's a little, it's a little high to go with, with steroids. Something right. I tell I tell mm -hmm. people every once in a while I might make an exception and and say okay in your case you could make an exception in yours I don't I don't think you should uh, if you get down back down to about one twenty five one thirty then maybe uh yeah you could use some sauce to tone up to muscle up but right now I think just getting your your weight down should be the main concern um, right your, in your case I'm gonna hook you up with some um, some free uh, supplements over the counter supplements. Um, I'm going to hook you up with three of them and, uh, you're going to have, a uh, something for, uh, for your insulin to, it's a nutrient partitioner. It's called Entoslin. I'm going to send you one of those. I'm going to send you your hand flame that you can apply topically to your, uh, trouble areas. And I'm going to send you also a bottle of a T3 PCT, which is going to help your uh, thyroid along. Um, I'm going to send you these three. And just give that a shot. No steroids, no, no stimulants, no anything. If you want a little bit of uh, more energy during the hours that you're not feeding in the morning, black coffee, no sugar, no cream. That's a good way to go. No calories in there. And, and you're, you're getting some, some caffeine. You're getting a, a pick-me-up. But in your case, I'd like for you to get down to at least 130 uh, with these over-the-counter supplements that are not, you know, not stimulants. And... Uh, and then once, once you get down to 130, uh, we'll see what your skin situation is like, see how you feel. Then you can think about jumping on the sauce again. But in your case, I'm going to suggest you, you drop down to, to, you know, much lower body fat before you, you think yeah. about using, you know, Anabar will mess with your cholesterol levels. I mean, there, there's just, when you are overweight and you, and you add androgens, you make some of the side effects worse. So you you'd right. want to be, you'd want to be at a really good weight, you know, not be too much overweight before you jump on the sauce. Um, that's just my opinion. What do you think, Steve? Well, you mentioned you, you ran Winstrol, correct? Yes. Yeah. I don't recommend my female clients run Winstrol. The reason is Winstrol is extremely harsh and their reputation of Winstrol throughout the eighties and nineties was that it had low side effects but that's only because it doesn't aromatize into estrogen. So that it got that incorrect. Uh, people made that incorrect assumption that it didn't come with side effects. It's actually extremely harsh on our system. Um, for men, it comes with tremendous side effects because it's such a potent DHT derivative. But on women, because it is a DHT derivative, you're also going to get these masculine, masculine type of side effects in large clitoris, um, facial body hair, uh, even loss of head hair. 
um, uh, deepening voice, stuff like that. And those are things you, you don't want to mess with. So down the line, if you do choose to go down the, the sauce route, you want to get legitimate Anavar and run it at a very low dosage, no more than 10 milligrams a day at the most. Uh, but I would not mess with Winstrol ever again. Whoever told you to take Winstrol yeah. um, gave you some really, really bad advice because that, yeah, yeah, that's a very, I that's not right a, out the hard way. Yeah. And hopefully your, your side effects that you got from it are not permanent because um, in some women they can be permanent, but hopefully they're not. Hopefully. Um, nah. Everything's pretty much normal now, but good, good. <laughs> was, uh, yeah. at the time I didn't realize that, you know, that's what was going on. But yeah, it was um, an ex of mine. Basically. He um, used Winstrol and some other things. And anyways, I didn't know anything about it at that time. Yeah, but I've done I, a lot of research since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get that a lot. Like people listen to their friends and stuff. And um, at the end of the day, what you put in your body should be your responsibility. So right. you, know, you got to always trust trust your own self and trust your own instincts and another thing with, with, with menstrual any results you're going to get that's it's just drying you out um it's not actually burning fat directly so a lot of people get a misconception when they use menstrual they're like oh it's, it's helping me burn fat it's just drying you out and that's actually not a good thing either because it can lead to to problems uh joint problems um are, is very common on menstrual as well so um, yeah, definitely the best thing you did was, was stop using it. And, um, you know, best thing you could do is, you know, switch around your diet, get through that homeostasis that you're stuck in the past year. Um, and, right. and getting, um, and this will definitely, this will definitely work for you. Your body remembers that you are 120 for many, many years. So you can tap into that body memory and get back to that much easier than someone who's been overweight their whole life. So that is something for you to strive for. Any, right. uh, Rick, jump in there. Yeah, um, you know, when it comes to, to, to girls using steroids, unless a girl is going on stage and competing against other women at top level, really most women to just look nice in a bathing suit, all you need is Anabar, a little bit of Anabar, like Steve said, about 10 migs a, a day, no more. And if you could get legitimate GW, um, again, we don't know the, the real side effects of GW until the years pass because it's so new. But if we're talking about you know, today, what's out there today, GW and, and Anavar, it's, it's enough for any lady, any age to, you know, build a great body. Like one of those girls on Instagram with a quarter million followers. It's, it, I mean, really it, it, it is. If your diet is on point, if you're training hard, you know, taking every set to failure and, you know, pushing and you're, and you're doing the right things, it, it will, you know, it, it's enough. That's all you really need. And adding anything more than that or, or trying to add anything additional, it's just, it's unnecessary, completely unnecessary. I think uh, right. in, your case, in your case, even, until you get down to a, you know, to a lower body fat percentage, it's not even, it may be, I think it'd be counterproductive to your health to, to do any kind of androgens or anything. So lifestyle changes, uh, uh, some natural supplements that are actually going to help uh, get down to your body weight. And then I would say, Anavar, a little bit of Anavar, a little bit of GW. Uh, that's about any. That's about all any lady out there needs, my opinion. Okay. Well, thank y'all so much for the advice. That was that's yep. what I've been looking for. Great. And then I'll I'll be in touch with you to get you those supplements shipped out to you as well. So those supplements will really help. And I'll give you a little write up on on how best to use them. All right. Okay. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. All right, hey, man. Thank you for the call. Going. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. You too.
All right, guys. Yeah, um, really appreciate her coming on. That was another episode of Evolution Network podcast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks for listening. Hey, have a good one, guys.